When Vicki asked me to do this little talk back in the fall, the character trait was supposed to be commitment. And I thought, okay, I can do commitment. And then she came to me a few months ago and she said that things changed and the new character trait is going to be patience. I went, patience? Me? I'm the mom that used to have that little saying framed in my kitchen that said, Dear God, please give me patience and please do it right now. <clears throat> so patience is a struggle for me. Galatians 5.22 tells us, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These beautiful character traits are found in the nature of Christ. And as followers of Christ, we want these for ourselves, and we want them for our children, right? Well, I remember when I told my daughter Ashley that I was getting a little nervous about doing this talk about patience. And after she stopped laughing, she said, Mom, don't worry. Our God is bigger than your impatience. <laughs> and when I shared the news with my cousin, she thought it was hilarious. And she said, <laughs> Luann, she goes, in our family, sometimes we're patient, but because we have to be in control, we're not patient. <laughs> and, but we know that we're not in control. God is. And then, of course, when I shared it with my sweet husband, who is my biggest fan, my gentle encourager, he said, Luann, that's wonderful. God gave you the perfect one. <laughs> right? So anyway, just as God is love, he is faithful. I can laugh at my impatience, but I'm so grateful that by the grace of God, I have learned patience and I've learned to wait on him. Okay, this is the part where I hope I don't cry because I am very emotional. <sighs> so Bill and I were very blessed to have our daughter Ashley and her family live just 10 minutes away from us. Ashley went to school in Boston. She married a young man from West Virginia. And we never thought she'd end up living in Fort Lauderdale for nine years and giving us two precious little grandsons that we spent practically every day with. <sighs> well, <clears throat> we always knew it was a very special gift, and we were very grateful for God's kindness and his grace. The night that she told us they were moving to West Virginia was the most difficult night of my life. I couldn't sleep. I think I was even groaning out loud, and I thought, <sighs> poor Bill, I'm going to wake him up. So I went downstairs with my Bible, and I decided that I just needed to pray because I know that whenever you can't sleep or the Lord wakes you up, it's because he wants you to spend time with him. So as I lay on the sofa with my Bible on my chest, I realized I don't know what to pray, and I can't even read. So <clears throat> I just thought, oh, dear Holy Spirit, you and I are going to get through this, right? And that's when he brought Romans 8.26 on my heart. It's in the same way the Spirit helps us with our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for what we should pray for with groans that words cannot express. As I lay there on that sofa, the Spirit of the Lord watched over me 
he gave me his peace. And I knew that I just had to wait and trust in his perfect plan. In answer to the why, this is the good news, the Holy Spirit interceded beyond our wildest expectations. Our little two-year-old grandson, Austin, was having difficulty in many areas. We knew something was amiss, but we couldn't get clear answers or solutions. Ashley started testing here in Broward County, but he didn't qualify for any assistance. When they moved to West Virginia, which was a year ago January, she pursued more testing, and God opened all the doors for Austin to be put in every program that he needed. He's a sensory child. He was put in a program that brought a developmental therapist, an occupational therapist, and a speech therapist to their home twice a week. And he also qualified for hippotherapy, which is horse therapy, once a week. And the county paid for everything. <clears throat> the growth and improvement and joy is absolutely amazing. This year, he's the only three-year-old in a four-year-old public preschool that's taught by an absolute angel that has received training in working with sensory children. <clears throat> he will receive the services that he needs for his entire education. Ashley's patience, my patience, and all of our patience was truly blessed. And the Lord has seen to it that not a month goes by that we don't get to be together. Bill does a lot of traveling, and he has a lot of frequent flyer miles. So we either get to go up there or they come down here at least once a month. God is faithful. These psalms have been very close to my heart. Psalm 40, verse 1. This is where I get emotional. I apologize. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Psalm 37, 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. And then Psalm 27, 14 that they've already shared this morning. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Many of you are familiar with Vicki Esler's Ponder Prayer Calendar. <clears throat> On February 5th, she says, Dear Mom, when you pray, thank the Lord in advance for all that he is going to do for your child. The Lord desires a peaceful and patient heart, not a quarrelsome or impatient spirit. So when you pray, ladies, just say, I pray for my child to be patient. May you grant it to me as well. Many adults have a hard time exercising patience, <clears throat> but it's a character trait that we want to develop in our children. We teach it by example, and we can also do some fun activities where they can experience it through their senses. Baking is a great way to teach patience, whether waiting patiently for little brother to have his turn stirring, or waiting the five extra minutes that feel like forever for the oven to heat up. These are opportunities that require practicing patience. <clears throat> you can ask questions like, what would happen if we rushed and didn't stir properly and the lumps of flour were not properly mixed up? What if we took the muffins out before they were cooked and half of each muffin was still wet batter? What if we rushed and forgot to add an ingredient? How would it taste? They would see through real-life experiences that they would not get the result they wanted if they didn't patiently do each job. Another thing you can do is set out a bowl when it's raining. 
and watch and wait for it to fill up with water. You can grow a plant. The time it takes to plant, water, care for the plant, and watch it slowly grow has a wonderful payoff. <coughs> Playing board games <coughs> is a great way to teach patients since everybody gets to take a turn. Set up the game, read the rules out loud so each player is aware of how to play, and then stress the importance of giving each t player time to take their own turn. Group games like Red Light, Green Light and Mother May I teach patients as well. Going on a car ride and practice looking at the window, out the window or listening to music quietly will help your child find patience, peace in the moment and develop patience. Now, helping a toddler develop patience and happily pass the time while he's waiting in line with you will require patience and creativity. So, you can get physical. Help him work off his energy. Have them march like a soldier or hop like a bunny, sway like a tree, play Simon Says. He'll be so focused on all these movements, he might forget the delay for a little while. You can play games. Let them show off their smarts by giving them a category like animals or food and letting them name all the ones that they know or point to their body parts while they sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Goof around with them. I think as a grandma, that's one of the things that... I have allowed myself to do. I'm very silly with my grandsons, and they enjoy it, and we have an amazing relationship. You can change song lyrics that they already know, like row, row, row your boat, to row, row, row your shoe, gently down the street. Or change rhymes that they know, like Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, to Humpty Dumpty sat on a cat. They'll get a giggle out of it. <clears throat> Make funny faces or sound effects, and then have them mimic them. And just hope that the people around you understand. Be prepared. Pack a snack, a favorite toy, mini books, mini games for long waits. You can even pack unusual things like masking tape that's been squished up into a ball and ask your little one to try to unstick it. And um, you can take turns making different shapes out of a piece of aluminum foil. Above all, give your child kudos. When they behave well while they're waiting in line at the grocery store or the post office or the doctor's office, say, wow, I know someone who did a really terrific job being patient just now. Let us remember that others feel loved and cared for by us when we are patient. That's why God says love is patient. 1 Corinthians 13.4 Ephesians 4.2 tells us, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. God has chosen us to be Christ's representatives on earth. People are watching you. Your children are watching you. Can they see Christ in you? Second Timothy 4.2 tells us to correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. First Thessalonians 5.14 tells us, encourage the timid, Help the weak and be patient with everyone. Okay. Are we patient with our children? Are we patient with our husbands? Are we patient with others in public? Are we patient with those that aren't patient with us? We are all in need of more patience. And aren't we grateful we love and worship a patient God? Whenever I start to lose my patience, I always try to remember how patient God is with me. And then I realize... I can be the same way with others. 
Patience is waiting for the Lord to demonstrate his faithfulness. Patience means that I may not be able to have it right now. Patience means that I may have to stand in line. But most importantly, patience means being patient with yourself, because God certainly is. From the Ponder Prayer calendar on February 16th, Vicki says, Moms, please remember, quiet pleasures are good for a mom's soul. When you take time for yourself and are well-rested, patience increases and joy is present within your heart. Isaiah 30, 15. In repentance and rest is, my, is your salvation, in quietness and trust your strength. February 17th entry says, Use your words wisely. Let your words encourage and build up your child, not argue or complain. While not easy, a calm heart responds and does not react. Spend time daily with the Lord in prayer. And I love that Vicki always says this, Keep your Bible open on your kitchen counter. He will not let you walk by his word without reading a verse or two. God's word will always calm your heart. Psalm 119.105 Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Victor Hugo said, Have courage for the great sorrows of life and patience for the small ones. And when you have laboriously accomplished your daily task, go to sleeping peace. God is awake. Yes, God is awake. Give your concerns to him in prayer and just wait and see how he's going to show up for you. I want to leave you with Colossians 3.12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. But please focus on this phrase, holy and dearly loved. God wants us to be holy as he is holy, and he wants us to know that we are dearly loved. You are dearly loved. <laughs>